0: Did you realize that when you are given a baby in the hospital, nobody ever tells you here's what you need to become a mother. You're just thrown in the midst of it and you need to figure things out as you go along. I am Dr. Dooney. I'm a mom empowerment coach, a family doctor, the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Super Mom, and your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. Today, we're going to talk about the expectations that we put on ourselves and that society puts on us in our role as mothers, how that can impact our well-being, and how we can ensure that we have holistic well-being of body, mind, soul, and spirit. So stay tuned as we go into more detail on ways to improve our well-being. Welcome to another session of the well-being for mothers show i am your host dr dini and i'm here to talk to you about the sense of smell helping to improve your self-awareness and even situational awareness so far we have been talking about this topic and i've gotten a lot of messages about the interest in using our senses to explore how our being can be recognized how issues can be identified and how we can rectify them or seek help or support in having them rectified. I am Dr. Denis. I am a mom empowerment coach, a family doctor, and the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Super Mom. And today we're going to explore this amazing topic. So stay tuned, send your questions. And if you've got a favorite drink, grab it at the moment and have a relax because today, is going to be quite interesting. Today's topic, all about looking at our sense of smell and how we can utilize it and enhance it to increase our self awareness, thereby giving rise to overall well being of body, mind, soul, and spirit, is what we're going to focus on. The nose is such a beautiful structure, and I know there are some people who would look at their nose and say, mm, I wish it was a little bit bigger. I wish it was smaller. I wish it was uh, more pointy. I wish it was flatter. I wish the tip would look different. And while that is the external view of the nose, the nose has got its own functionality as well. Apart from being the portal through which we breathe in and out to provide oxygen to the different parts of our body, the nose is also the means by which we perceive the sense of smell from a medical point of view i'm just going to take you through a very very short anatomy lesson now i'm not going to bore you but if you want the details feel free to get in touch with me and ask any questions on the science of it and i'll be able to go into more detail but i know that this is for moms and we're looking for practical things. So that's the reason why I'm not going into all the anatomy in full detail. But whenever you breathe in, you have got some receptors within you, things that pick up the sensation of the perception of, um, or the fumes of whatever it is you've inhaled. And what happens with those um, areas is they you have what we call the olfactory bulb where it transmits those senses and it's picked up and transmitted through the nervous system. Most importantly, the cranial nerve, the olfactory nerve, which gets into the brain and then you go, mm, that's the smell that I have recognized maybe from the past as the smell of a rose. Mm, that's the smell of coffee. Mm, that's the smell of freshly caught grass. Now I've said all kinds of things I could smell, all. That's the smell of my baby's poo. <laughs> okay. No, here we are all moms. We all know what it's like. You know, the way you see your child crying and you're not particularly sure why the child is crying. If you've ever done this, please let me know because this is something we do as moms. When a child is crying and you're not sure why they're crying, keep crying and crying. And you're like, oh, okay, all right, tap, 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 carry, rock, rock, rock. And they're still not settled, so and look lift them up and you kind of sniff their bum on what you have, whoosh, that smell of baby poo, which sometimes it could be nice and sweet smelling and sometimes it could be really strong. So then you go, ooh, you need a change. That's why you cry, okay? So you see how useful the sense of smell can be. And another very important thing, I know this may not very be, this might trigger some people and uh, I do apologize in advance. Your sense of smell can help you to prevent an accident. For example, if you smell gas, there was a person, friend I knew, who um, unfortunately had not smelt when gas was leaking in her home, and she had gone into the kitchen to cook. And the moment she tried to strike a match to put on the... Um, the cooker everywhere just exploded and it's really i mean she did get severely burned she survived thankfully so i'm grateful to god for that but there was a lot that went through that process because she had children in the home and rather than take care of herself first of course she first thing she did was to get the children out which was very heroic of her so you can see that that sense of smell is so important Yes, you can smell the roses. Yes, you can smell your coffee, but there are some things that might be dangerous that you need to be able to perceive the scent of. And there's sometimes people need to also be able to perceive danger. Okay, so having said that, we're going to deal um, and kind of go into a bit about the sense of smell. Now, there are many things that could cause an altered sense of smell, either whereby you don't smell as well. There's some people that haven't got particularly very keen senses of smell. There are some people with hypersensitive senses of smell at the littlest change they know, they perceive, they recognize. And those people are probably either burn, born with it or they have trained themselves to have such a great sense of smell. But there are, there are some who have the, okay, they'll pass level sense of smell and then there are some that also have little or no sense of smell. So something whizzes by and everybody goes, hmm, that's horrible and they go, what's that? What's that smell? But maybe they have not always been like that. Maybe there is a reason why their sense of smell is not particularly as trained as that of their counterparts and this is something we can explore. So from the medical point of view, when you have a loss of smell, loss of sense of smell, there might be certain problems, might be something, certain issues which you need to address. And this is where you need to see your doctor for. Now, I'm not, this is not a substitute for medical advice. It's just for your information. So make sure if any of these factors affect you, please get in touch with your doctor so one of them could be something as um, vitamin b12 deficiency and apart from of course loss of sense of smell you will also have certain other symptoms some are very non-specific like feeling tired or lethargic those kind of symptoms are things that you can have if you have got vitamin b12 deficiency now another one is um deficiency of um, a trace element called zinc Now, um, when we talk about these two, I'm mentioning these two specifically because B12 deficiency sometimes is seen when we have dietary changes or dietary choices. Now, there are certain dietary forms which are great and we found so many benefits from them. But then also, we also know that there are different Um, groups of people that prefer certain types of diets. For example, the paleo diet or the vegan diet or the vegetarian diet, either for cultural health or religious reasons. Now, um, this is not for me to tell you this diet is right or this diet is wrong, not at all. I like eating all types of food. So um, I know that there are certain things that would be beneficial to me and I go for them. And over the time, while I'm eating these things, I have also noticed that certain foods that I eat cause problems for me. And I will talk about that in one of our future episodes of the show, where we'll explore how you can recognize when foods are that you probably love have announced causing you trouble and what you can do about that, okay? So having said that, so if... For example, someone is vegetarian or vegan, sometimes they might have an increased risk of developing um, B12 deficiency because they're not having the meats or the animal sources. So, but there are things you can do about it. Now, zinc as well is also very important. Now, these um, foods, these vitamins are contained in foods like fish, meat, like I mentioned before, dairy, um pumpkin seeds and some nuts. And the list goes on. Now, of course, there's a long list of foods that are rich in this thing. So if you notice any of these things, or perhaps you look at it and think, hmm, could I be low? Do seek some help, okay? And have the, that checked out. So, but when there is a loss of smell, we also know what that was one of that's one of the symptoms of COVID. So if there's a loss of smell, loss of taste, you start to think about, perhaps that could be a factor as well. And when you have these losses, you may not be able to perceive things that other people can perceive. Sometimes you might have certain episodes of burnt, burnt offering. <laughs> now, um, for those who don't know what the burnt offering is, when, you, you know, have you ever had this situation where you're cooking? I know that happened a lot in, university at university we had um a hostel i lived in a hostel for the first parts of my university years and um, in the hostel you had different people in different rooms We had a kitchen, but some people decided that it's a bit of a hassle going all the way to the kitchen to cook. So some of them cooked in their rooms and that was against the rules anyway, but I guess it was convenient for them. So they decided to cook in the rooms. And so um, sometimes you would have certain um, aromas coming through of food that has gotten burnt and you'd be like, and at that point you hear someone scream, who has offered a burnt offering? <laughs> you know, it was so funny. It was so funny at the time, but then I started to wonder, I mean, the person who was cooking is either they were distracted or they probably couldn't smell that their food was burning um, when it started to burn. And so that's how important it is, of course, from picking up on burnt food <laughs> to before it burns, and then also picking up on the smell of your baby, if that does anything. If there's anything that is there, like, well, maybe the baby has got so much wee or the poo. And very importantly, just talking about the wee, I know there's some times that some mothers have come to see me in the clinic and they go, oh, that my baby is not feeling well. Um, it might be a water infection. The wee smells funny. <laughs> you know, it, it, I love mothers when I see them in the clinic. It makes me so happy because. They have this way of just per- describing what they see, but there are some that maybe may not be able to describe as well. But that doesn't make them any less wonderful and awesome and super moms that they really are. Okay. So we just want a situation whereby you recognize that your sense of smell is so important. And another thing, this one is related to us as moms, us as women. Every moment we have different things happening within our body. One very important thing to take note of, especially if you've got young children or maybe your children are just a little older, you would notice that you have got certain secretions. You have got the vaginal discharge and you also have the um, menstrual flow as well. Now, of course, this varies at different times in the cycle, which is something we're going to discuss at length at some point in the future show. and. This is something that by the time you're looking at yourself, looking at the way you as a mom are having your usual flow, you'll see that there, or you have your discharge. You'll see that the discharge, the way it looks, the way it smells, makes a difference. Sometimes there are discharges that you don't worry about. They are, they don't smell. Sometimes they are colorless. Sometimes it got whitish tinge to them. But then there's some that start to smell. I know there are certain ones that whenever I ask women who tell me, oh, I've got a vaginal discharge, I go, hmm, well, has it got a smell? And they go, oh, it's a fishy smell. Like, hmm, I know what that is, you know? And there's some other very peculiar smells that we need to be able to pick up on, okay? Um, and it's very important. If you've just given birth to a child um, and you're in that first six weeks, especially the first few weeks when you're still having the um, discharge coming through, you want to make sure that the smell, you note the smell, because you don't want any situation that will indicate an infection. Because if you're able to have that ability to perceive, oh, it's been smelling fine, and then suddenly there's a change in the smell, that's the time to seek help, because you do not want a situation whereby you've got um, infection of the womb or the lining of the womb. Okay, or retained placenta, which sometimes used to happen after you've given birth. Okay, so if pieces of the placenta are still stuck inside um, the womb, it's very important that you um, take note of any changes in the smell, because that's another very key symptom that you need to pay attention to. So back to this sense of smell. So we've talked about the foods and we talked about zinc um, and the, B12 foods that would enrich our ability to improve our sense of smell. Now, there's one thing I wanted to make note of. Now, there are some foods that we eat, like I mentioned dairy that is rich in the um, zinc and dairy can be amazing. However, sometimes when we have dairy, what do we have it with cereal? And cereals have got high levels of phytates. So phytates are certain chemicals that sometimes make zinc less available to your body. And even though you say, yeah, I'm taking dairy, but you're having it with cereal, and that can kind of create a little bit of a low level of zinc made available to help you to ensure your well-being, ensure improved immunity which of course zinc does, and of course increasing and improving your sense of smell. One thing you can do if you notice that this is happening, of course, definitely see your physician, but then also sometimes supplementing with say zinc supplements. I know I definitely take my zinc supplements in addition to my other supplements, which of course I can tell you more detail about later. And making sure you've got B12 and um, your vitamin Bs, Your bees are so important, and that cannot be overemphasized. So make sure that you're also taking that as well. So now I want you to look at these practices. I'm going to describe some practices for you that you can use to enhance your ability to um, smell better, to improve your sense of smell, which helps you to be more self-aware. Because, you know, practice makes perfect. Now, we need to make sure that our practice of smelling things improves as we go along. One thing you need to do, use every opportunity to perceive things. When you pick up something, feel it, sniff it, perceive those smells. One of the things that we as, moms as women as people can do is to be a bit more intentional about what we do for example you're cooking smell the spice put it into the food mix it up smell again you know when you do this you are stimulating your senses the receptors for sensing smell. When you do this, you're stimulating your ability to smell better. Take your, if you're a coffee drinker, smell the coffee. If you're a a person that has lemon in the morning, I know I do have lemon in the morning, take the lemon, good sniff. Oh, that is so good. Those are things you can do. And another thing is being able to use things like essential oils. Essential oils, yes, sometimes you can rub them on yourself. Some people consume them. But very importantly, it's used to improve the smell of your environment. There are certain smells that are very calming. There are certain smells that help you with your sleep. There are certain smells that help you with your mood. These are very important to look into. And I know that essential oil is a very important topic which we'll cover at some point. So if you're enjoying this discussion so far, don't forget to download this episode. You can listen to it again and again. You can share it and most importantly, subscribe so that you're notified anytime a new episode of the wellbeing for mothers show drops so whenever it's released you'll be notified and you can listen okay now today i want you to do something decide that you're going to be more intentional about what you're perceiving about the things that you're smelling so before you pop something in the pots before you throw something away give it a sniff When you buy something, give it a sniff. Smell it. If you wash your hands, smell your hand. Mm. You put some cream on your hand, give it a good sniff. Then rub on yourself. That improves the way you feel. I hope this has helped you today. And it's something that we can do. It's a muscle. We're improving that and we are enhancing our well-being. I am Dr. Duny, I'm a mom empowerment coach, a family doctor and the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Super Mom and so are you. So please go ahead, let us know how you feel about this topic and if you are interested in learning more about those vitamins and those um, supplements that you can take Get in touch with me. Now, the show notes for this podcast, if you want to delve into this more, are available on www.drdunny.com forward slash podcast. You can have access to the show notes and all the links to be able to get more information. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of our show. Do take care, stay tuned, and please share this with someone. Until next time, I ask that you stay well in body mind, soul and spirit.